0: Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Michelle Mensch, also known as Banana Blondie on Instagram. Her and I discuss veganism and how to sustain a vegan diet, such as how to feel satisfied and full when eating a vegan diet, what supplements would be beneficial to you when eating a vegan diet. We go over if you're getting enough protein in your diet, Plus, we discuss health concerns and the truth behind why you're told you need to eat meat to get all your nutrients and vitamins and to live a healthy life. We're gonna bust some of those myths And so much more information is going to be packed into this podcast interview. Michelle has been vegan for seven years and has been teaching yoga for 14 years. She does online yoga as well. And you can check out her amazing online yoga classes on bananablondie.com. And you can also follow her on Instagram at bananablondie108. I will put those in the show notes so you guys can follow her and check out her work there she is amazing and incredible i'm going to say no more and i hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode Michelle, welcome to the elevate your soul podcast
1: why thank you for having me
0: thank you so much for being here first question I have for you is what elevates your soul
1: <laughs> what elevates my soul gosh that's a tough one right off the bat isn't it I, I don't think it's just one thing you know I think um, Gosh, I have to say I'm looking as I'm looking outside into my yard right now. There's like little birds <laughs> fluttering around the bird feeder and there's trees and I see blue sky and everything and you know, I just have to say um being in nature is something that's definitely elevates my soul. Being yeah. outside, I love living close to the beach and right next to the mountains and um I think that's got to be number 1.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I can totally relate with that as well. Yeah. Why are so many people becoming vegan these days? What's the big deal?
1: <laughs> What's well, the cool thing to do? Haven't you heard? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just—I I think it's just that people are starting to wake up, and I see it following that same sort of trend that, that happened, you know, years back when people started to quit smoking cigarettes. You know, right. I mean, I think the 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 data and the research. Um, for a plant-based diet is piling up, and it can only do that for so long without people beginning to catch on to it. Uh, and also, we're facing a really horrific climate crisis, and that's something that just cannot be solved without switching away from um, you know, an animal-based diet or all this animal agriculture. We simply can't fix that problem while continuing to eat the way that we do. The two are so closely Related. And I think, you know, food production is different now. We have all these amazing vegan options from these companies that either care about the environment, care about animals, care about your health, or they're just doing it uh, for the profits. But I don't really care. But they're making really delicious vegan ice creams. And we've got Beyond Burgers and Impossible Burgers and um, all of these different things on the market now that just make it so simple to transition to a vegan lifestyle. I mean, I don't necessarily eat a lot of those things anymore, but I sure am glad they're there for those times when you want them or you want to make a vegan dinner for someone who's not vegan. Um, It's just becoming easier now. And then we have all these great documentaries coming out. Have you seen Game Changers?
0: No, but my sister recommended that. That's yeah. She recommended oh my gosh. She yeah. <laughs> is that on Netflix? Yeah, or? that
1: that one's gonna be a good one because I think yeah. it specifically speaks to the non-vegan man that is still sort of in this mindset of like, well, I've gotta have you know my grilled chicken is so healthy yeah. and it gives me the protein and all that stuff, and it really speaks directly to that. Audience, because it deals yeah. with elite athletes and how switching to a plant-based diet has helped their athletic performance. So I
0: think that's wow. going to be
1: a big one for those tough-to-turn guys.
0: Game changer! It will be a game changer. Is that on Netflix? Yeah.
1: It is on Netflix now. Yes, it is. Perfect. You can watch it on Netflix, Netflix right now.
0: Yay! I'll, I'll I'll definitely watch that. I'll definitely watch that. Can I ask what made you decide to go vegan?
1: Um. Well, it was kind of. I guess it was kind of a long process. I would say about 15 years ago when I did my first yoga teacher training, I sort of lost my taste for meat and I wasn't really sure why it wasn't anything that was consciously going on in my brain. Um, at that time, I I wasn't aware that, um, I wasn't aware that eating animal products was detrimental to my health. So I wasn't doing it for health reasons. I hadn't made like a conscious connection to the ethical side of veganism in terms of the animals. And I certainly didn't realize anything about the environment, but it just became off-putting to me. Like I just stopped desiring to eat it. It started to be something that didn't seem like food to me. Yeah. And I continued to... So I stopped eating... Beef and chicken, and um, any sort of land animals, but I was still including like fish and eggs in my diet. You love dairy as well? I, I didn't do a lot of dairy, but yeah, yeah I was still eating dairy um, yeah. just in small amounts. Um, and I was still eating most of those things because I thought that I needed them. Yeah. Um, but as the years went by, I would I desire them less and less, and I would kind of like, you know gag a little bit when i when I was making a uh, fish for dinner or something, and then it wasn't until. I saw um, forks over knives that I was like, oh, I don't have to be eating this. And so then I eliminated those last few animal products. I was eating largely plant-based at the time, but it was when I eliminated those last few animal products that uh, my health began to change. I'd always had a few chronic conditions like eczema. Um, I was getting migraine headaches. I had inflammation in certain joints and um, all of that pretty much disappeared and um, so I realized that, well, there's something to this. And then it was when I adopted a dog, she was an eight-year-old Alaskan Malamute named Love, uh, um, that I just realized that, uh, that the animals have the same desire to live a joyful life and you know, not be enslaved and not be used and not be exploited um, as we do. So yes. that's when I made the, and I'd had animals before. I had a cat when I was little. I had bunny rabbits. I had dogs before, but yeah. I guess it's just when, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? So that was, I don't know, what, whatever it was at that time in my life, I just was ready to hear that sort of message. And um, yeah.
0: yeah. Lovely. It was fully your own intuition and choice and like signs from the universe. You found this documentary or whatever and just everything kind of came together and made- yeah it
1: kind of came together and at that point I wasn't really enjoying the animal products that I was eating so it was yeah. pretty easy for me to just switch it off and, and not eat them and then once I began to feel really great and my energy was great and I didn't have all these um Health issues. Then yeah. it was just like, oh well. There's there's no going back for me because exactly. I I really like to feel good. <laughs> exactly. I am like a feel good junkie. I do mm-hmm. not like to feel bad. So there you go. It was it was pretty easy at that point.
0: Awesome. Are there any health concerns or disadvantages on adopting a vegan diet? Do you think?
1: Certainly, there's a lot of advantages. It's the vegan oh,
0: disadvantages. The, I mean.
1: Disadvantages. Yeah, so disadvantages, to, disadvantages to adopting a vegan diet. Well, I don't see any at this point in my life, but I think that someone, when they're first thinking about going vegan, I think there's a couple of things for them that might be a little bit tricky. One of those things is that, and most people don't see this as a downside, <laughs> but you have to eat more volume of food. Um, most people really enjoy eating, um, so but you do need to eat a larger amount of food because as you know, um, the calorie density in plant foods is generally speaking less than it is in animal products or processed foods, so Um, If you're used to eating steak for dinner and, you know, lots of processed foods and candy, you know, you can eat like what looks like a small portion and it's still going to have a lot of fat and calories in it. Whereas if you want to eat the same amount of calories in plant food, um, you're going to need to eat just a little bit larger volume of food. So that can be a tricky space. And so I think when people transition they, they often get stuck in that. Well, I, you know, I'm not, I didn't have any energy, but really what it is, is they weren't eating enough food. So they just need to eat a little bit more food. A great way to do that is to- That might be
0: harder for women as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a little hard. Oh my
0: God, my plate's huge. How am I going to eat all
1: that? (laughs) They get get stuck in that. They've been trained to portion control their entire life. But in nature, we are are the only, (laughs) we're the only animals that have ever portion controlled to keep a trim waistline. If you're eating the diet that you're meant to be eating, which is plants, whole foods, you're not really going to have to control your portions at all. It's only when we yes. eat those processed foods and the animal products that we have to kind of, you know, watch how much we eat so that we don't gain too much weight. But if you yeah. look to nature, there's no animals out there that are, you know, there's no, there's no lion out there that's like, well, I'm only going to have half the zebra because I would like to keep my girlish figure. They're out there yeah. and they're forging themselves on food until they're completely satiated, like grazing animals. Yeah animals, cows, and horses, they are grazing all day long yeah. and none of them are overweight.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't see a, one, one obese monkey in the back. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you do not because they're eating what they're supposed to be eating.
0: Yes. So true. So true.
1: Yeah. So I think that's one disadvantage to, to it, that it's, it's just a little bit of a hurdle. It's not a disadvantage, but right. I think that can be tricky. And of course, you're going to have to supplement with your b 12 Okay. Um, so, but that's, um, you're, whether you're eating animal products or whether you're eating plants, you're, you're eating a supplemented B12. Animals don't have B12 in them. They don't contain it. It comes from a bacteria that's in the soil, but our soil is depleted. So when the animals are growing up in the factories, they are supplemented B12. So if you're eating a plant-based diet and you're supplementing B12, you're just cutting out that middleman of eating the animal
0: wow interesting so all these things you hear that you need to eat your your meat in order to get your b12s yeah just the animal eating the b12
1: (laughs) yeah it's just the The animal animal they're they're fed supplements because they need b12 as well in their diet um right so yes
0: that's really interesting so the soils are depleted in that
1: The soils are depleted in B12. You know, we don't have the rich soil. And also we wash our vegetables really good. You know, most of us are not living off the land. We are shopping in grocery stores with, you know, very clean vegetables and they've been waxed and, you know, all of this stuff. So we're a little bit disconnected from that. So it is wise to supplement a B12 for sure.
0: For sure. Do you recommend supplementing anything else when going on a vegan diet?
1: Um, I don't, I think, I think the most important thing to focus on is because when you're supplementing different vitamins and what, I mean, you can, and it's not going to be bad for you, but I think it's more important to focus on eating a variety of whole plant foods over the course of the week, you yeah. know? Um, and I've, I've heard, who who is it? And Dr. Angie Sadeji or something, I think she said, try to get in 30 different whole plant foods every week. Um, so when you're eating a variety of these foods, you want to not eliminate any of the roots. You want to eat your beans and your legumes. You want to eat your whole grains like your rice. You want to eat oats. You want to eat potatoes and sweet potatoes and leafy greens and all the different vegetables and lots and lots of fruit. When you're eating a variety of these foods, you're going to get the nutrients and they're going to be in the best sort of encasement for your body to deal with them when we take a pill it's not necessarily the same as getting your vitamin c from eating an orange you know we haven't quite figured out everything about digestion and everything about the nutrient profiles of all the different foods but when we eat the whole foods it kind of works symbiotically to sort of get into your body and you uh, absorb it and digest it in the most natural way possible and it tends to be most efficient that way versus You know, I mean it's pretty intuitive, right? Should you eat a big green salad or do you think taking a pill is the same thing? It's pretty pretty obvious that, you know, it's taking a pill is not the same thing.
0: Yeah, I I love that you mentioned that because I feel for me that's something I needed to work on and still need to work on. Like when when especially for people who are only gonna be plant-based and then they're only wanting, you know, tomatoes and cucumber and carrot, like your typical you know yeah. vegetables that you see every day it's like no about getting
1: eggs yeah.
0: in there and pumpkin and zucchini and and sure. foods, your beans that's so important and i i definitely need to adopt more of that as well myself and then the, and then that's where the feeling of satisfaction comes in where your body's getting that huge variety so it can get all the nutrients from all the different plants sure so and being like oh yeah, yeah. rather than being like oh i'm vegan i'm not you know, my energy levels are low or I'm not feeling satisfied. It's like, because you're needing to eat a bigger variety and not necessarily more, more in an amount.
1: For sure. And gut health is like, so the rage right now. I mean, everybody talks about their gut health issues and like, how do we have better gut health? Well, we have better gut health by eating a wide variety of whole plant foods because- Each of these, you know, that's what the gut bacteria lives on is the fiber from these foods. So the more wide of a range of foods that we can get in there, the more wide of a range of gut bacteria that we are going to have and the healthier our digestion, the healthier our gut is going to be, therefore the healthier we are going to be. We're just learning so much more about gut health and how the gut microbiome affects all aspects of our health.
0: Yes. Yes, it's true. How many different... um plant-based foods, like how, how many different plants do you recommend eating within a week, roughly? Well,
1: I've heard the recommendation of 30, you know okay. so get in there and it's it 's not hard to do I mean if you think about you can make a morning smoothie and you can throw a couple of different kinds of berries in there and some bananas and some spinach for your greens and you know maybe some flaxseed meal in there, and you know you can you can put a lot into one meal, and then when you make dinner instead of just making that one vegetable, maybe you yeah. Grab a couple extra vegetables and throw those in the oven with what, whatever it is that you're roasting, or you make a vegetable soup, you throw just a wider variety of um, plants in there and you switch it up. You know, don't eat potatoes every single day, switch it up. Maybe eat sweet, sweet potatoes one day. Maybe yeah. one day you have brown rice or whatever you want to keep switching it up. And I love chickpeas, but I try to eat some black beans and some other other types of beans in there too. I get some lentils into my diet. So
0: you just, you know, switch it up. I love that. I love that. Okay. So how can all of the gym boys make sure they're getting enough protein so that their muscles won't disappear on them?
1: they are getting enough protein. I promise them. I promise them they are probably getting too much as it is. So <laughs> the reason why they think they need so much protein is to grow and repair the muscle, right? They, they're very worried about being too small. They want these big um, <laughs> decorative muscles on the body, right? Um, but you're getting enough protein. So there is no person that I've ever met that has a protein deficiency, if they can bring me a human being that has a protein deficiency, I would love to see it because nobody has one, right? The only way you're going to get a protein deficiency is if you are starving, if you are not getting enough overall calories. Um, right. But there is protein in every single plant food and you are Absolutely getting enough. If you want more protein in your diet, you really are concerned, you really want to kick it up, make sure you eat at least a can of beans every single day. You know, when you're making your bowl at dinner time, you put some brown rice in there, throw a whole can of black beans on there. Or when you're making your salad, throw a whole can of chickpeas on there. Whatever it is, you can just add that in. Um, but you're getting enough protein. Protein is not what we need to worry about. We don't need to be focusing on any one macronutrient we need to be focusing on whole plant foods and getting enough fiber in our diet if you're not eating a diet that is based largely upon whole plant foods the thing that you need to worry about is that you're probably not getting enough fiber. Most Americans are not getting enough fiber because they're eating chicken sandwiches and they're eating um, processed foods and these things are completely devoid of fiber and that's gonna lead to lots of health food problem, lots of health problems. You are not finding protein deficient vegans filling up the hospitals, okay? That's not, that's, it's an, the protein thing is a non Issue. We need to move away from this obsession with protein. I highly recommend for these protein obsessed dudes to read um Dr. Garth Davis's book, Proteinaholic. It's a great book and it will show them the light on why they need to step away from that protein obsession.
0: Awesome. I love that recommendation. And uh for my own curiosity and possibly other people's as well, if they're wanting to have something um high in protein when they're already on a vegan diet. Is it Mm -hmm. beans then that you recommend? Is there anything else?
1: I love beans. Beans are great and you need to be eating those anyway. They're full of fiber and they're full of other nutrients and they've done lots of studies on beans and the cultures around the world that eat more beans live longer. Is a direct positive correlation with longevity and the consumption of legumes. So that would be number one for me. Most people don't eat enough beans. Um, even there's a lot of vegans that like don't eat the beans. <laughs> gonna eat yeah, the beans. yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, eat the beans. That would be my number one recommendation. Obviously, there's other proteins. There's protein in seeds and nuts. Um, which are great as well. And that's especially great if you are trying to increase your calorie intake. But for someone like me that doesn't need a whole shit ton of calories, I don't need to be gorging myself on a pound of nuts every day. That's not going to make me feel good. Um, I don't need that much fat in my diet. Um, So I would say beans is the best thing. I I much prefer that to um, like a vegan protein powder
0: yeah i was going to say as well there's um you know all these protein powders that people are buying and um drinking after yeah majority of them is whey protein which i don't think many people realize that whey protein is from dairy which is from a cow so it's not a vegan protein it's super
1: gross it's like the stuff that's left over after they make cheese it's real nasty. so yeah, I mean, even the, and, I mean, and there's a ton of like vegan protein powders out there on the market now, which I'm, you know, Hey, I'm super stoked that there's vegan protein powder because yeah. if you're going to protein powder yourself, I'd much people be taking like, it, you know, from plants, yeah. but I do pretty strongly believe that I don't think you need it. I know a lot of guys that you know are bodybuilders. They lift weights in the gym. I know a lot of guys that train, you know, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guys that surf all day long. They don't need to take a protein supplement. Um, whole plant foods are what we're designed to eat. A protein powder is not a whole plant food, even if it's got really good quote unquote, clean ingredients. Um, yes. It's a processed food. Yes. Um, and you're just your body is going to assimilate all the nutrients better from whole foods. I'm a whole foods proponent. That doesn't mean that I never eat like pasta or a fucking tortilla chip. <laughs> like, I, you know, I like to bake cookies at home. But you know, you're not going to get better than whole fat foods. Okay.
0: I love that. Are you, you're not raw vegan though, are you? You believe?
1: Hell no.
0: No. <laughs> okay. So cooking, <laughs> cooking whole foods is okay.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. It's, there is um, no science supporting a raw vegan diet that there's no science out there saying that it's better than a cooked uh, vegan diet. Yeah. And there's no culture in the history of the world that has thrived long-term on a vegan, on a, on a raw diet. So- yeah. Yeah. Um, the science doesn't support raw, and I mean, I know a lot of people that are raw and they're thriving, and I think that's awesome, Yeah, but I think for the vast majority of people, it's not very tangible. It's, it's hard to relate to someone that, you know, their quest for ripe fruit on a daily basis just kind yeah. of dominates a lot of their time, and um, it's just not, for me, I've been raw in the past. It's not satiating. I feel like I have to eat such a large volume of food and I find it exhausting. And then I find it also, I crave a high amount of fat in order to be satiated. Um, So for me, it's not for me. It's not to say that it can't be done in a really healthy way. Um, I think that it can and I see that it does, but I don't think it's a useful way to promote a plant-based diet.
0: No, definitely not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. What advice would you give to people who've already done the transition to getting on a vegan diet and they just say that they're feeling hungry all their time, their energy levels are low, and they're just not feeling satisfied?
1: Yeah. Well, that's, those, are, those are things that you hear sometimes, a lot of times. And that usually means they're not eating enough. So when I hear someone that says that, it usually means that they're thinking of a vegan, vegan diet as being predominantly salads. And um, they're trying to replace meat with like tofu or something like that, and they're not eating a wide variety of foods. Um, those people, I would recommend they 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 need to get more calories in the diet. So if you're not feeling energetic, that's a Pretty good sign that you're not getting enough calories, right? Because what is calorie? It's a unit of energy. If you don't have the energy, you need to take in more calories from the right food. So yes. I would say that those are great people to have a smoothie in the morning. Some people that are struggling to lose weight, I wouldn't recommend a smoothie for because you can cram a lot of stuff in there and you're you tend to drink more calories than you would if you're eating. For for example, what I mean by that is You could probably make a a smoothie with five bananas in it and drink it pretty quickly. But if you were to sit down and try to eat five bananas, it'd be pretty hard to do. Like I couldn't do it. So, but if you are are needing more calories in your diet, smoothies are a great way to start your day. You can start with like four or five bananas in it. You can put in some flax seeds, you can put in your greens and your berries and whatever else you want to put into that yeah. smoothie, you can pack in the calories there and that's going to give you energy and sustain you. Um, and it tastes so good. Smoothies taste, taste so good. So good. It tastes good. And it's so easy. And oatmeal, that's a really great way. Oats are, you know, higher in calories they have a bit more fat in them than other grains. Um, so I think that's a great way to do it. And you need to eat those beans every day. Like these people that are not having the energy and they're not feeling satisfied, they're not eating enough. that that's what that's my takeaway from that and that goes back to that thing where it's a little bit of a hurdle to really wrap your head around like I can eat like at every single meal if you're eating whole plant foods I want you to sit down and eat until you're completely satisfied you may even feel a little like oh, you know, but I feel good. You're not going to sit there in portion control. You're not going to tell yourself, well, I shouldn't have this because yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. you're going to eat it. Just eat the food, enjoy it until you're completely satiated. And yes. if you're still hungry or you're not feeling energized, you know what, after dinner, because it can take a while to get used to eating a larger volume of food, make yeah. yourself another smoothie or something, you know, something like that in order to, but I, I promise you if, you, if someone's struggling with this, it really doesn't, Take a long time to really just get dialed in, and then you you get on the program, and you're like, oh god, I don't know what I was struggling about before. This is so easy, and it's so obvious. So right, and so okay,
0: yeah. So for women who are worried about gaining weight, and they're wanting to have a vegan diet, and they're having. they're they're not going to gain weight from eating these much larger portion sizes all the carbs (laughs) all the carbs yes the the
1: only women that i see uh that gain weight when they switch to a diet of whole plant foods are women that come from pretty severe um calorie restriction so I have a lot of women that that I've helped that have come to this lifestyle and they've they've dealt with a lot of eating disorders in their past. And um, that can really mess with your metabolism and that can take time to correct. But the vast majority of people that come to a plant-based diet are coming from a standard American diet where they're probably eating way too much fat, way too much saturated fat in their diet. They're eating processed foods. They're eating animal products. They're eating foods that are extremely calorie dense. Yeah. Um, so when they come to a diet of whole plant foods, um, they're most likely going to shed weight pretty easily and pretty quickly. Um, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they need not worry about all that. You should be eating, and I know people are a little carbophobic, but yeah. don't be phobic. I mean, look at us long-term vegans that have been doing that's have been doing this about seven years, and I'm... Yes. Leaner than I've ever been in my entire life, and I fucking eat like I.
0: Eat. (laughs) I think it it also has more to do with processed foods as well though. Oh God,
1: yes. Processed foods, they there's way more calories, way more sodium than you would ever consume if you were cooking your own foods. And that's another important thing is you you wanna be making your food at home. You wanna get dialed in on that because even if you're going out to a vegan restaurant and it's quote unquote healthy, they're gonna be cooking with loads of salt and oil because they make that restaurant food delicious. So eating exactly.
0: I mean obviously as well. Yeah, I eat out and I
1: love eating out and I think it's great. But if I was struggling to lose weight, would I be eating out five times a week? No.
0: Yeah. I see. Yeah. And I have a a couple of friends who they just get really like <laughs> confused as what to eat when they're cooking at home. They're like, oh they usually make, you know, a piece of salmon a piece of fish and then like a nice clean salad and these are people who are really like health focused and then they're like oh well if i was vegan i wouldn't want to eat all of the the crap you know fake meat ve- fake meat vegan yeah. food because it's not really the healthiest for you and there's some ingredients right. in there that they want to avoid so what are some what is an example well,
1: first of all of- i would tell them right off the bat that if they think that there is anything Healthy about eating a piece of fish from our polluted oceans mm-hmm. uh, that's loaded with saturated fat, they're, they're, uh, they're barking up the wrong tree. If they're looking to eat a healthy meal and they're including an animal in it, it is absolutely terrible for your health. Um, the ocean is loaded with mercury. If you're eating fish once or twice a week, you've got elevated levels of mercury in your body. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And they need to get that out of their head. They need to break away from that thinking that fish is healthy because it is 100% not. And I don't blame them. I don't want to eat the mock meats either. Like I do not enjoy like all these mock meats and stuff. Like that's not my jam. I like the whole food. Yeah. So I say, you know, if they're making dinner and they don't know what to make, if they're not making the fish, um, they don't need to have like a big dense piece of protein. Your body doesn't require that at all. If you want to make sweet potatoes and beans and, you know, put guacamole on it and like, you know, get into making different sauces, you can do that. There is, I mean, just Google vegan dinner ideas. (laughs) There's no shortage of that. I really love... I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but from my bowl on Instagram, she has a website from my bowl and that's where I get all my dinner ideas from. They're my favorites, a lot of comfort food, but it's all whole plant food. She doesn't cook with oil. Um, I have two teenage children. One is a teenage boy that plays football and he loves these meals and he's, my kids aren't vegan. They're vegan when they're with me, but when they're with dad, they are not vegan. So these are, there are amazing recipes out there that will satiate you and satisfy you um, and give you all the nutrients that you need without having to harm your body by um, eating fish.
0: Uh, what she called, I'm just going to write that down again.
1: From my bowl. So it's all one word, from like from my bowl. My bowl. Um, she's got my favorite recipes out there. She's got my favorite vegan recipes out there. Love Very it. good comfort food, um, so, so yummy, and I, you know, I don't know if you know people with kids, but I have two kids, and kids are, you know, they're picky. They have just dis- <laughs> distinguishing tastes, and so whenever I make recipes from there, they both tend to like it, so yeah. that's a win for me, so I've kind of just stuck with that because it's always a win. <laughs> Ah, uh, but yeah, yeah, there's so much on there and there, there's so much out there. I mean, there is, it's just endless what's available in terms of recipes. So, you know, you might, you might have to, when you're switching over to vegan, start looking at recipes because a lot yeah. of us don't cook from recipes. We just kind of make what we know how to make. But um, when you start cooking from recipes, it can be really fun. It really opens you up to different flavors and different foods that you wouldn't otherwise find yourself consuming. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can be really fun. I love that. Is it important for you that your kids are vegan and your partner actually as well?
1: Um, Well, I want everyone to be vegan. (laughs) Of course. Obviously, I want everyone to be vegan. Um, And yes, it's important to me that they're vegan. Um, And I just, I have a vegan household, so there's no... You know, there's no animal products in my household because it's my yeah. house. But, but you know, my kids are teenagers, so they're a lot more autonomous now than they used to be. And um, I cannot control what they do when they when they're outside of the house. Um, and I'm yeah. not going to try to because I don't want, I don't want food to become a source of stress or argument or something where they think I'm disapproving of them or anything like that. They know how I feel about it. They know that this is, you know, my life's mission is <laughs> to help yeah. people vegan they they get it and they know it and they also know that they feel really good when they eat mom's food and they know yeah. after they've spent a couple days with dad eating like the fun stuff they know that they feel like shit
0: <laughs> they come
1: home and they're like mom can you make us a kale salad for dinner they nice. <laughs> give me a lentil quick like you know so they're they they get it um Yeah, But it's not gonna be, am I gonna argue with them about it? I'm not gonna do that because it's not worth it and you can't control what someone else does. Um, And in terms of like having a partner that's vegan, I mean, obviously that's the goal, right? But if you think about that, we're just a very small percentage of the population in the world. So if you limit yourself to only dating vegans, I think that could be a bit tough. You might find yourself alone a lot of the time. Uh, <laughs> but if you, I, I like the whole convert method, <laughs> you know, yes. you just find a good man and hopefully he'll follow suit. And I think that that's entirely possible to do. I think when most people are around you, if you're just, you know, if you just be the light and live your vegan lifestyle, you're happy, you're healthy. I think people tend to start to want to know what it is that you're doing to be feeling like that.
0: Totally, totally because
1: I'm old girl. I am 43 years old and I have more energy than my children. I have more energy than my children. I have, you know, I feel like I'm pretty vivacious. And I think that, you know, when people see that, they get curious and they're like, okay, well maybe I'll get on that program. So I'm a believer in converting people.
0: (laughs) You're a great example because you've been on a vegan diet for such a long time. Like so many people are like, oh, it's good, but it's not, you know, sustainable you Know yeah. after a few years,
1: you know, I disagree with moment.
0: that one <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're a great example of that. Is there anything else that you feel called to mention that I haven't asked you about?
1: Oh, I think you did a really good job. It's a very great interview. I think we covered oh. a lot of stuff. I feel like I talked incessantly.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the point. You have, all the, you have all the knowledge and all the good stuff that we want to hear. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, that's a wrap. (laughs) Thank you.
1: You're super welcome. Thank you for like, thank you for like getting me to do this. I know I'm so busy and I'm about to run out the door to go pick my kids up from school, but I'm so glad we found the time. This was great.
0: Yay. I'm so happy about that too. Thank you so much.
1: Keep doing your thing. Keep sharing that light.
0: I will. And I'm uh, determined to meet you one day as well. (laughs) Awesome. That would be fantastic. I'd
1: love to give you a hug.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Have a good day.